Good evening, high school football fans. This is High School Football America for May the 14th, 2015. I'm Jeff Fisher, host of the show and founder and editor-in-chief of High School Football America and HighSchoolFootballAmerica.com. We have a busy show tonight. No dilly-dallying at the top as we have three guests before we get to who they are. Let's let you know that tonight's show is brought to you by Echo 1612 as instant replay comes to iPads on your high school football sideline. It's cost-effective and you can learn more at Echo1612.com. Also brought to you tonight by Crossover with a K, Crossover.com forward slash football. Crossover will save you coaches tons of time when it comes to game film work as they will break it down for you, down in distance and tendencies, all within their high, high-level report. Learn more at crossoverwithak.com forward slash football. And brought to you by the Debris Inhibitor Razor. Learn more at TDI Razor with a U, R-A-Z-U-R dot com. Use the code HSFA and get a discount on your order that keeps those pesky rubber pellets from field turf out of your shoes. It gives you the great look of spatting without that high cost of tape. Again, it's TDI Razor. Dot com Razor with a U, R-A-Z-U-R. All right, like I said, busy show tonight. We're going to get right into it. Top of the show, we're going to talk with Jim Reeser, the uh, sports editor at the Citizen's Voice. On Tuesday, they broke the big story that three-time national champion Berwick High School in Pennsylvania, Northeast PA. They won national titles in 83, 92, and 95. They have suspended their football program as they look into possible violations when it comes to uh, student-athletes transferring. Then, on the show, we will talk with John Luce, assistant head coach at Army, but more importantly, the founder, along with his wife, Marianne, of the Lawrence First and Goal Foundation football camp coming up at Lafayette College June 7th in Easton, Pennsylvania, and then the following week, June 14th, in Ohio at uh, Otterbein University. So John's going to talk about that and the great cause. It's the biggest single-day camp in the country with over 300 college coaches there to help school high school athletes. And we'll wrap up the show talking with uh, Tony Merrill, head coach at Christian Heritage Academy, also the national sales director of Echo, talked about them at the top, our partner, as they bring instant replay to the sidelines. And uh, Coach Merrill has been using the system now for a couple of years. He's part of the team that developed it. You won't want to miss these uh, very insightful thoughts on how you can use Echo to improve your game planning and get that competitive edge competitive edge on your opponent. All right, when we come back, Jim Reeser from the Citizen's Voice in Northeast Pennsylvania talking about the suspension of the program at three-time national champion Berwick. That story when we come back. You're listening to High School Football America. Listen up, football coaches. You need to check out a new scouting film solution called Crossover. That's Crossover with a K. Crossover Intelligence for Football gives you the edge you need to defeat your opponents. They not only break down and analyze scouting games for you, but they give you interactive tendency reports to diagnose your opponent's strengths and weaknesses. Crossover is your personal advanced scout, accessible from any mobile device or PC, and even integrates with your existing film platform like Huddle. Just transfer your scouting film from your existing video exchange service to the Crossover website, and in as little as 12 hours, your film will become completely indexed and tagged. Each play will become its own clip, allowing you to search the footage for anything you'd like. Their interactive down and distance reports will let you visualize your opponent's play calls in every situation or 
your formation. Crossover Intelligence will give you the scouting edge you need to defeat your opponents. Go to crossover.com forward slash football to sign up for a quick five-minute demo to see how it can work for your team. That's crossover with a K, crossover.com forward slash football. Field turf rubber pellets, be gone. The Debris Inhibitor Razor is a seamless outer sock that was specifically designed to keep crumb rubber and other fine debris from artificial or grass playing surfaces out of an athlete's shoes and socks, thus keeping such debris out of gym bags and locker rooms. The Razor, spelled R-A-Z-U-R, is favored by athletes who want the look of tape, by trainers who no longer have the time to tape only for show, and by moms who no longer want that crumb rubber in the house. The Debris Inhibitor Razor is made in America. It's 70% nylon and 30% spandex, making it extra lightweight and very durable, and it's backed by a one-year performance guarantee. The Debris Inhibitor Razor covers just the right amount of a player's shoe while keeping those shoelaces tight. It's fully customizable, machine washable, and more importantly, it's easy to get on and off. The Debris Inhibitor Razor comes in 23 colors and sizes are youth, medium, large, and for that extra big foot, extra large. Founded in 2010 by former University of Mississippi All-SEC football player Carl Hoppy Langley III, Southern Sport Inc. created the Debris Inhibitor to improve athletic performance by protecting athletes, allowing them to look and feel better with technically advanced products engineered with superior fabric construction, patented design, and proven innovation. Get a discount on your order by using the High School Football America code HSFA when you order at TDIRazor.com. That's Razor spelled with a U at TDIRazor.com. Instant replays on a high school football sideline? Seriously? Yes, the future is here with Echo 1612's Instant Replay Sideline System. Echo's cutting-edge technology was the first to the market two years ago. Echo delivers instant replay to your sideline on an iPad within seconds of a play being finished so that you can make tomorrow's coaching changes today. This NFHS-approved product may be the biggest change in high school football since the invention of the helmet. Coaches, you'll gain a competitive edge by adding Echo 1612's instant replay sideline system to your coaching toolbox. How cool is this? The Echo Instant Replay Sideline System works with both your current booth and end zone cameras. Plus, and this is an important point, Echo works without any cellular connection, data plans, or internet. The list of high school football programs using Echo 1612 system is growing daily, meaning your opponent may already have a game time advantage. You don't want to be left out, do you? The Echo 1612 advantage is simple. Echo plus an iPad equals instant replay on your sideline that improves your game planning. Seriously, you'll be making coaching adjustments in real time, not the day after. Except no copycats, Echo 1612 is the best on the market. Echo 1612's cutting-edge technology helps you make tomorrow's adjustments today. Learn more at Echo1612.com. This portion of High School Football America brought to you by Crossover Coaches. And you can cut your game film time in half 
with their down and distance and tendency reports. Learn more by going to crossoverwithak.com forward slash football. Well, um, taping this part of the show on Wednesday and I uh, got a uh, little Twitter tweet, private message this morning from uh, Jim Reeser, the uh, sports editor at the uh, the Citizens Voice in Northeast Pennsylvania and uh, kind of went, whoa, <laughs> time to get Jim on the line here to talk about this. And basically uh, yesterday, Tuesday, uh, Jim and uh, Steve Bennett broke the story in the Citizens Voice that uh, Berwick one of the uh, most notable football programs back in the early days of the 80s and 90s, three mythical national championships handed out uh, to them by USA Today, uh, six state titles, legendary head coach George Curry, fifth on America's all-time football coaching victories list in America. A lot of big things about this program, a program that uh, for a long time was despised in the state of Pennsylvania, and you know I'm from there. And Anyway, uh, what happened, and Jim's going to be uh, on the line here, to talk about it is uh, the district decided to suspend the football program for two weeks while district officials conduct an internal investigation into uh, the possible transfer a possible transfer rules violation of two student athletes and Jim Reeser is on the line right now to talk about uh, some news that I'm sure sent some shockwaves as soon as you guys put it out there welcome to the show Jim hi thanks Jeff thanks for having me on I I appreciate it and you're right it, it did it did send some uh, shockwaves, and, and it was kind of a story that we actually found out very early on, on Tuesday morning, and uh, I think it was around like 6.30, 7 a.m. we got the first message that this was going to be happening, and uh, we just kind of worked the story all day, and were able to finally uh, break it, um, you know, once we got confirmation from Superintendent Wayne Brookhart uh, at Berwick uh, that the program would be suspended for two weeks, and, uh, you know, it was kind of like one of those all-day things where you're working the phones, working different people, and and hoping they call you back, and, and finally they did, and, and we were able to confirm it. Well, that's 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 awesome. I I, I love the uh, tenacity in those moments with those sort of stories. Uh, Jim Reeser from the uh, Citizens Voice in northeastern Pennsylvania on the line to talk now about uh, Berwick High School, one of the top programs in the state for a long, long, long time. Uh, they have suspended their program for two weeks. So let's uh, let's go into the facts as you have them right now. What led the district to suspending the program? Which means uh, you know no off season conditioning and all that at this point yeah they uh, according to, to the superintendent um there was some transfer uh issues uh regarding two students um we were able to confirm uh through uh administration uh source and a football source um that it's two students from nanny Cook area which is a, a high school and located in luzerne county played in the same conference the wyoming valley conference um, but a different classification um Brookhart would not go into any details about who the students were, and, and he actually really wouldn't get into specifics as to what school or anything like that. Um, but we were able to confirm that, you know, through some uh, other sources, that these students had left Nanticoke area in April and had enrolled at Berwick uh, a couple days later. Um, so there, that's where the issue is, and, and I think Brookhart wants to see if, you know, everything was done by the book, and if not, then what actions need to be need to be taken place? Um, I think you know Mr. Brookhart is is trying to stay out in front of this. Um, as you know, in Pennsylvania and throughout the country, uh, transfers are are part of the game, and it, it's it, it's a hard thing to control. Um, you know, in Pennsylvania, it's it's illegal to transfer for for athletic reasons. Um, 
we've covered many, many hearings um, at the District 2 level, um, which oversees, you know, the sports in, in our part of the state um, regarding transfers and, and whether it was for academic reasons or not. And I think rather than, than trying to get caught up in something where there's all kinds of hearings and, you know, what, what are we going to, you know, was this done by the book? Did all the principals sign off on this? Is this, is this an accurate transfer or was this done for football reasons? Um, you know, the superintendent wanted to get out in front of it and make sure that, that everything was done right rather than causing more problems for his program down the road um, and also for the students involved. I mean, they, they don't want to get those kids in trouble as well. Talking to Jim Reeser tonight, uh, sports editor at the Citizens Voice, uh, breaking on Tuesday the news that uh, Berwick, which was crowned, uh, the the Bulldogs were crowned national champions by USA Today, 1983, 1992, 1995, suspending their program, uh, internal investigation into the transfer of uh, two student athletes. And and Jim, um, again, neither you you nor I (laughs) want to kind of delve into rumors, and I I don't want you to do this, but uh, because I'm from there because you're from there we all know that Berwick during its heyday was accused of a lot of different things uh why in 2015 does it become a big story is it just the 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 nature of the game in 2015 now sure I I think it's the nature of the game and and I think there's also um some new faces in the game um in terms of the administration um you know there 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 was all those allegations for years that that you know coach Curry had, had brought kids in and the old joke was that that the parents would get jobs at, at the power plant or mm-hmm. at the live potential factory or whatever it may be. And, you know, they were never, they were never found true. Um, you know, coach Curry was never brought before the district two committee about any type of transfers. Um, the only time that the really one issue was, was uh, Gus Felder who went on to play for Penn state. And that was really like an age eligibility issue. It wasn't even really the whole transfer thing and the whole like recruiting thing. Um, so I think now you have some different school board people, um, you have different people in the administration, and you know times are changing. I think they they just want to avoid any type of of uh, problems. You know where they're saying, "Oh my gosh, you know George Curry's recruiting. You know we can't have this. We don't want to have like yeah, we want to have a great football program, but we want to do it right." And I think maybe now that you have some of these different people who are not necessarily in George Curry's corner or George Curry people, that they want to look at this and make sure everything is done correct. Jim Reeser on the line tonight, sports editor at the uh, Citizens Voice in northeastern Pennsylvania. We're talking about uh, one of the uh, legendary football programs in Pennsylvania and in the Northeast, and uh, again, gained a lot of national notoriety back in the 80s and 90s with national championships. Uh, Jim, you know, obviously this is May. It's not August. Uh, We're not in two-a-days. But how shocked were you that the program's was suspended by the district as opposed to just saying, hey, we're doing an internal investigation. I mean, they shut it down for two weeks. How shocking was that part of the story? Uh, that that was shocking. I've been, you know, covering uh, high school sports in this part of the state um, almost 20 years now, and uh, I don't recall a program ever shutting down, uh, being shut down like this. Um, usually when there's some sort of violation, um, the school's, let it play out and let the, the, the school, the district two or PIAA, um, issue the, the punishment. Um, but these guys are doing something that I just have never seen before really, where they say, you know what, we want to conduct our internal investigation and see where it goes. Um, we're trying to reach out to, uh, some people at the district two and PIAA, uh, to find out now what they're going to do. Are they going to get involved in this as well? Um, and would they be satisfied with, 
with the, um, uh, the the investigation that, that Burr presents? Are they going to call Burr again and say, you know, we want to see your findings? You know, what what did you determine? You know, we're going to conduct our own investigation, that type of thing, and and, and see if it if, if it matches up with what you found. And if there is violations, I'm sure there'll be some sort of punishment, whether it be a self-imposed punishment. You know, I, I don't really have I've never really heard of that, but it could be could happen where Burke would say, you know what, we're not going to play in the district playoffs. We're going to pull ourselves from that. Or maybe it's something where, um, you know, the PIAA um, in District 2 says, you know what, you're, you're going to be suspended or you're going to be uh, on probation, um, that type of thing. And, I mean, we've had schools go on probation before, um, and it's it's one of those things where you, you just sort of play out, and basically it's a don't don't mess up again. And if you then if you mess up the second time while you're on probation, then we will take the postseason away from you. Um, so really, this story is, is it, we're just scratching the surface on this story, and it, it's going to be really interesting to see how it how it unfolds over the next couple of days and and what else uh, might be there too. Yeah, we'll be uh, keeping up on the story uh, through you. You actually read my mind on the last question there. What what could happen ahead? So you you already did my job for me. So it's, it's time to let you go back to work here and and find out the next level to this story. Uh, appreciate the heads up on it and uh, good luck uh, of uncovering uh, the rest of the story, uh, Jim. All right, thanks a lot. I appreciate it. You're very welcome, Jim Reeser, sports editor at the Citizens Voice in northeastern Pennsylvania. He and Steve Bennett uh, broke the story. You can uh, check it out on highschoolfootballamerica.com, and we'll keep you up to date uh, with those guys on Twitter and on the website. Taking a break, coming back with more, you're listening to High School Football America. Instant replays on a high school football sideline? Seriously? Yes, the future is here with Echo 1612's Instant Replay Sideline System. Echo's cutting-edge technology was the first to the market two years ago. Echo delivers instant replay to your sideline on an iPad within seconds of a play being finished so that you can make tomorrow's coaching changes today. This NFHS-approved product may be the biggest change in high school football since the invention of the helmet. Coaches, you'll gain a competitive edge by adding Echo 1612's Instant Replay Sideline System to your coaching toolbox. How cool is this? The Echo Instant Replay Sideline System works with both your current booth and end zone cameras. Plus, and this is an important point, Echo works without any cellular connection, data plans, or internet. The list of high school football programs using Echo 1612 system is growing daily, meaning your opponent may already have a game time advantage. You don't want to be left out, do you? The Echo 1612 advantage is simple. Echo plus an iPad equals instant replay on your sideline that improves your game planning. Seriously, you'll be making coaching adjustments in real time, not the day after. Except no copycats, Echo 1612 is the best on the market. Echo 1612's cutting-edge technology helps you make tomorrow's adjustments today. Learn more at Echo1612.com. Field turf rubber pellets, be gone. The Debris Inhibitor Razor is a seamless outer sock that was specifically designed to keep crumb rubber and other fine debris from artificial or grass playing surfaces out of an athlete's shoes and socks, thus keeping such debris out of gym bags and locker rooms. The Razor, spelled R-A-Z-U-R, is favored by athletes who want the look of tape, by trainers who no longer have the time to tape only for show, 
and by moms who no longer want that crumb rubber in the house. The Debris Inhibitor Razor is made in America. It's 70% nylon and 30% spandex, making it extra lightweight and very durable, and it's backed by a one-year performance guarantee. The Debris Inhibitor Razor covers just the right amount of a player's shoe while keeping those shoelaces tight. It's fully customizable, machine washable, and more importantly, it's easy to get on and off. The Debris Inhibitor Razor comes in 23 colors and sizes are youth, medium, large, and for that extra big foot, extra large. Founded in 2010 by former University of Mississippi All-SEC football player Carl Hoppy Langley III, Southern Sport Inc. created the Debris Inhibitor to improve athletic performance by protecting athletes, allowing them to look and feel better with technically advanced products engineered with superior fabric construction, patented design, and proven innovation. Get a discount on your order by using the High School Football America code HSFA when you order at TDIRazor.com. That's Razor spelled with a U at TDIRazor.com. Listen up, football coaches. You need to check out a new scouting film solution called Crossover. That's Crossover with a K. Crossover Intelligence for Football gives you the edge you need to defeat your opponents. They not only break down and analyze scouting games for you, but they give you interactive tendency reports to diagnose your opponent's strengths and weaknesses. Crossover is your personal advanced scout, accessible from any mobile device or PC, and even integrates with your existing film platform like Huddle. Just transfer your scouting film from your existing video exchange service to the crossover website and in as little as 12 hours your film will be completely indexed and tagged. Each play will become its own clip allowing you to search the footage for anything you'd like. Their interactive down and distance reports will let you visualize your opponent's play calls in every situation or formation. Crossover Intelligence will give you the scouting edge you need to defeat your opponents. Go to crossover.com forward slash football to sign up up for a quick five-minute demo to see how it can work for your team. That's Crossover with a K, crossover.com forward slash football. This portion of High School Football America brought to you by Kellogg's Frosted Flakes, Tony the Tiger, reminding all you dads out there, whenever you sit down with the kids and you share your love and your passion for the game of football, you do it over a bowl of Frosted Flakes. Well, I think the uh, word passion is a good way to uh, start this next segment as we bring into the show uh, John Luce, uh, assistant coach uh, at Army, a uh, good friend of ours from back in the day when he was at Lafayette, the defensive coordinator there is his second stop at Army, but uh, not here to really talk about uh, just the game of football today. Uh, he's been on the show before. His uh, young teenage daughter, uh, Lauren, uh, has been dealing with uh, a lot of uh, medical uh, issues through the years, including brain cancer. He created uh, Lauren's First and Goal, a nonprofit organization that has raised money for pediatric brain cancer. Uh, to this point, $1.7 million has been raised. They have uh, the largest single-day football camp in the country uh, coming up at Lafayette College, coming up in June on June the 7th, and then in Ohio the uh, following week, June the 14th. This is a great cause. He's, he's gotten the uh, coaching fraternity to come together and, and school high school kids, which is just so awesome. And uh, more importantly, he's doing a, a, a great uh, service to uh, humanity by raising this money for pediatric brain cancer. And with that, time to bring John into uh, into the show here and, and talk about year number 12. Welcome to the show, John. Hey, thank you very much for having me again. 
excited to be on. Always a pleasure to have you on. And I, I guess, you know, when you hear the number 12, you know, this was a, a little idea you and uh, your, your wife Marianne had. And, and, and here we are 12 years later. Uh, how exciting is this for you? I mean, you probably, you got your, your daytime job there as a football coach, and this is a, another full-time with your wife. But uh, what does it mean to you to know that you're going into year 12? Oh, it's really exciting. I know when I approach some really, really good buddies, you know, college coaches, 12 years ago at the convention, I guess it was, and it's, you know, it was a quick scramble to get it ready the first year, and just mentioned about doing it, and the guy said, I'm in, and I don't think anybody realized just how big it was going to be, I mean, it, and it would go on this many years, and this many camps, two, and really three locations at one point, so we're, uh, we're excited to keep it going, and hope you keep doing it for a long long time and we uh we hope that too lauren's first and gold.org uh, uh thousands and thousands have uh, descended upon uh, lafayette college uh through the the dozen years and you've expanded now to ohio but let's uh let's give the uh the, the little elevator pitch here about the camp for the uh the the coaches and the players that are out there listening obviously it's for the kids but uh, give the elevator pitch what uh what do you get if you go to uh, lauren's first and gold camp whether it's in pennsylvania or ohio well, you know, it's a unique camp. It's not a combine. Uh, it's not a place we're going to height and weight and test you and eliminate you. That's not really what it is. It is, uh, you know, it's a drills and skills type camp, and they're both one-day charity football camps. And they're different than I think most charities in that, you know, you're going to you're going to pay a minimum donation, and for that donation, you're going to get a service that's really worth a lot more than what you're going to pay for. So, you know, essentially. At, at Lafayette College in a couple of weeks here, we will uh, we'll again have over 325 college coaches at the Lafayette camp. You know, every year we've had over 100 volunteer college coaches at the Ohio camp, and it, it really is a unique camp. It's it's uh, you know the kids come in, they'll do both offense and defense. Uh, they will divide them up into small groups, and they'll do skills to make them better. And they're going to be taught by some of the best coaches in the country. And, we really do have some of the best coaches in the country. We've had over 1,000 volunteer college coaches over the years, to give you an idea, and some professional coaches, obviously, too. But we'll have every Patriot school, every Ivy, almost every CAA, uh, and some of the major, major schools also are going to come. And then I, you know, I talked to Stanford yesterday and Virginia Tech, and, and uh, Army will be there, and Far head coach will be there. So uh, Michigan, the head football coach at Michigan will be there. Uh, Jim Harbaugh will be our speaker. But not only is he coming, he's bringing his entire staff that's going to fly in that morning and, and also work the camp. So they get the kids win at all levels. They really everybody wins. You, you're going to have, you know, hundreds of co- college coaches instructing high school kids. So they're going to be coached. They're going to be evaluated some, obviously. The high school coaches get to see college coaches and get to be taught by them, but also make great contacts. And after we pay for the T-shirts and the insurances and the things we have to pay for, every nickel goes to Pediatric Brain Tumor Research and Cancer Services, which is Lawrence versus Golf. So it really is a win-win for everybody involved. Talking with John Luce today, uh, his daughter Lauren uh, is who it's named after and uh, probably should have started with this at the top. We always get to it. But uh, uh, for those that don't know uh, Lauren that is that are listening right now, let's uh, let's uh, talk a little bit about her and certainly want to know how she's doing right now. 
Uh, you know, Lauren has her ups and downs. She's doing pretty well right now. Lauren is uh, she is an 18-year-old senior at this point, and, and I know you mentioned this, the camp is 12 years old. So, uh, you know, Lauren has really grown up with this. You look at the old pictures, you know, the first camp with Bobby Ross as speaker, and Lauren was, you know, with this little, little kid. And now, I mean, now she's, she's 18 years old, and, you know, she's been fighting brain tumors and spinal tumors really her entire life. She has a condition called neurofibromatosis, which can cause a tumor or a neurofibroma anywhere there's a nerve. And she's had a whole bunch of different, really, issues over the years that she's battled through. And she really has been an inspiration to so many high school kids and so many coaches and parents. And, and it just, it's amazing how many people she's really touched when they, when they see her speak at the camp. And, you know, uh, Jeff, I, you know, I recruit all over the country being in Army. And... And same thing, someone at Lafayette. And it's hard to go into a school where the coach doesn't ask me how Lauren's doing. That's pretty oh, that's unique. cool. <laughs> that is so, very, very cool. Wow. You know, so it's, it, it is a neat deal. I mean, I was, uh, you know, I was in Pittsburgh most of this week. And, you know, I have all New England and I have West Virginia. And, and I don't care where you go. You know, I'll pull out the flyer and, and the coach will say to me, oh, we always send kids to that. That's the most talked about camp there is in the country. And, you know, I mean, right now I walk in, walk in there, and, and I I see the flyers already sitting there because another college coach gave it, and a lot of time right now it's Jim Harbaugh's staff <laughs> bringing the you know bringing the questionnaire around because obviously you want to get their top kids there so you can uh, you know eyeball them up too. So it is it, it is really a neat thing, and you know we hope to do it for a very long time. Keep it rolling. That's awesome, and uh, John Luce and his wife Marianne uh, uh, created Lauren's first and goal, uh, the camp back in 2004, to honor uh, to honor Lauren. And you know, maybe this is an appropriate question at, at this point in the in the conversation. Uh, you, you're now at your second stint at Army. Uh, you've touched a lot of student athletes through the the course of your time as a coach and all that, and make a difference. And uh, you know, I'm sure there's you know kids that'll say, you, you know, you've inspired them this way or that way or helped him in this way uh, as a dad and uh, having you know done what you've had to do along with Marianne for Lauren how has she inspired you is there a way to put that into words yeah I think you know what everybody gets down they have a tough day you know you know whatever it is you're working long hours as a football coach and I think it, it just you know what inspires you I think when you're tired to just know how much you know she's really gone through and that you really can persevere. And, and you know what? I mean, Coach Munkin is an absolute rock star in his professional head football coach. And, you know, I mean, he, he a couple times he's got after the kids, I think, when they're having a bad day, and he's brought up Lauren. You know, so, I mean, it, it's just, I think it I think it does touch everybody. And, you know, the other thing, Jeff, I'll give you a couple deals here, but one of the coaches uh, had throat cancer a few years back. And he came up, he couldn't even speak. I mean, he was going through chemo and the whole deal. And he had, he told me during, you know, during the season, he was trying to do chemo and he's battling and he's, call, and he's coaching and doing all that stuff. And and uh, he said to me, he told me a couple of times, you know, every time I really was struggling, I thought of that, I thought, you know what? I mean, Lawrence, who's 68 pounds probably, and this little thing that's battled his whole life, he goes, if she can do it, I can do it. And and then he came up and he worked the camp. And it just, it, so, I mean, it, it just, he was in no shape to be working the camp. And thank God he's doing great coaching college football like he should be. But he just he inspires so many people. And then the other thing, Jeff, is just that, 
it's amazing how many kids have come up to me during the camp because the camps being 12 years old there's the camp is in that state where kids went to it in high school they either went to Lafayette or they went to Army you know and then they graduate and they're given back to the camp as professionals and some every year I get more and more of these guys that are college football coaches that went to the camp in high school so you know they want to continue to get back and, and then the last thing Jeff is that you know, we have this what we call a circle of, uh, you know, this circle of strength and where we have fundraisers that really, you know, kids go out, they do a car wash or they do some type of fundraiser, you know, a lift-a-thon. In fact, we got two of those going on, one at, uh, at Susquehanna University and one at Muhlenberg University. And Bloomsburg just raised a bunch of money a different way. But how they see what we've done, and they go out and they do fundraisers. And these are high school kids, a lot of them. And, you know, when you're a high school kid, I, I don't think if I saw, unless I saw something like this, like Lauren, I never would have thought to do a charity event or community service. And you can't believe how many do it because of this. Oh, that's just so good to hear. John Luce is on the line tonight. Uh assistant football coach at uh, Army, but more importantly, uh, Lauren's dad. Lauren's first in goal, uh, first camp coming up uh, at Lafayette College in Eastern Pennsylvania on uh, June the 7th, uh, 2015. Uh, one week later, they moved to Ohio. That's uh, June the 14th. Jim Harbaugh, the uh, guest speaker, coming up uh, in Pennsylvania. One of, one of the things you need to know is if you're listening to John and you want to donate, if you're not going to the camp, that's fine. You can also donate. Uh, you can do that right on their website at Lauren first and gold dot uh, org. You can donate. You can also register for the camp. If you're a, an athlete, a student athlete, you can register right online. And before I get to the next question, I thought I'd uh, read a little uh, handwritten note that's here on the website uh, from Lauren. I guess, let's see, it was written in 2014. Uh, it says, uh, I believe that we are all born with special and unique gifts and talents. Our job is to discover our gifts and use them in a way to help others, which gives us purpose and life meaning. Uh, that says a whole lot there <laughs> from your teenage daughter daughter who's now 18 yeah. uh wow <laughs> does she ever stop surprising you at all <laughs> no not really and you know she's going through a tough time right now because they're you know the uh the years of chemotherapy and the radiation too but you know have destroyed essentially roots in her mouth and her teeth so she's she's got you know she's a little nervous about this camp i guess a little bit because she's she's had two surgeries to put in permanent teeth and, uh, you know, this will be the third one coming up, which she'll do after the camp. And uh, so she's a little bit nervous, I think, this year about speaking and stuff. But she really is doing great. And, you know, that's her next battle. I mean, it's yeah. just, she's had so many battles, and she just takes them on as they come. And, you know, she has to move away from a bunch of people she knows, obviously, because her dad's like another job. <laughs> and, you know, so just, she is remarkable. And I, I think, you know, again, I think she'll – I think in 18 years, she's probably inspired more people than I think most people will in a lifetime. She yeah. really has. So I think she does have a purpose, and I, I think she knows that because we drag her to Ohio next. <laughs> and, and, you know, and I think she likes it. I mean, she really does because I think she does inspire people, and it's, you know, it's, uh, she's done a great job with all of it because, you know, when she was a little kid, Jeff, I remember we put her name on it, and, it, and you know, she was too little to understand and I remember deciding what to call it. And I remember thinking a little bit, like, what's it going to be like when she's growing up? Because God willing, you know, she's going to be an adult. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, so 
I mean, her name's on it. It's always going to be on it. I don't think we're going to change it. I think that uh, that legacy is uh, exactly that, a legacy. John Luce on the line, lawrencefirstandgold.org. Again, donate, register for the camps coming up. Uh, online, easy to do. We we talked a little bit uh, about uh, Jim Harbaugh bringing his entire staff. He's your, your guest speaker. Uh, one of the things that we, we talked about, I think, a couple of interviews back, we've been doing this every year since uh, we started the show in 2011, is uh, these guys, this, this coaching community, has come together in different ways aside from just helping at the camp. You guys uh, have a manual that raises uh, some money called the Manual of Football Drills and Skills. Uh, let's give that a little bit of plug, uh, and you can order that online too if you're listening, but it's a really great book. I've, I've read it. Uh, talk a little bit about how that came together and, 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 again, the coaching community, how they do kind of bond together for you and Lauren and, and your family. Oh, yeah. You know what? I sent out a letter. A couple board members uh, kind of bugged me for a while ago. It wasn't, uh, for a while, it wasn't my idea to have the book. I kind of knew it was going to be a ton of work <laughs> that the board members were going to have to do, and it was. But, um, you know, we had, I can't remember the exact number of coaches, but there were hundreds of coaches that actually sent in drills, and we pieced them all together, and we put them on one format, and we put it in a nice book, and it really is a, a, a great drill manual. Um, you know, I believe it's $20. I hope I got that right. But you can order them online. And uh, if you go to lsgf.org or lawrencefirstandgold.org, and it, it really is a neat book. It has some great drills in it. And then we actually just have another book uh, on there. It's a children's book. And it's Hope is Here to Stay. And my sister-in-law actually uh, wrote the book and Flashes of Hope, which is another great organization that do paintings at hospitals to cheer kids up, and uh, they did all the illustrations. But it's a story of Lauren and Lawrence versus Noel, and it's a you buy a hardbound or or softbound, but it is a great children's book, and uh, you know that's another thing that's in there. And then as far as the coaches coming together, it's been amazing. I mean, the, I tell you this every year, I guess, but the first year we had uh, the first year. We had about 56 volunteer college coaches, and I knew every one of them. And and then, you know, as the years have gone by, I feel bad. I don't know them all anymore. I mean, there's, uh, again, there's been over a 1,000 different college coaches. And I'll bump into coaches on the road, and they'll say, hey, I'll introduce myself, and they'll say, hey, we work at camp. <laughs> so it's just, and they, and they do. They come from everywhere. So it, it, it's just the amount of support because, you know, it, the coaching community is a great, great fraternity. It really is. You gotta, you know, if you don't, if you don't coach or if you don't really understand this, you know, we're, I mean, I'm driving a car right now as we speak, recruiting. You just, you're on the road so much away from your family. And these guys come for essentially a weekend to volunteer. And there's a bunch of them that come to two weekends to volunteer at two different camps. <laughs> so, you know, they all give their time and, and we really appreciate that. Cause in the end, it's not, I mean, they get something out of recruiting probably, but I would, if you really pin them down, every guy does it because they really like Lauren. They feel great about the cause, and they feel great about doing something, you know, for a great cause and helping kids out. So that's why they do it. Uh, I, I just recognize that uh, throughout our conversation, and I'm I'm sitting here in my own little studio. I don't need to be smiling in front of people, but everything you're talking about is making me smile. So you're making making my day go pretty well. And I'm not saying that I really am smiling. I just realized I've been smiling since we started rolling this. This is John Luce from Lawrence First and Gold, LawrenceFirstandGold.org. Two camps, one in. Uh, 
Pennsylvania, one in Ohio, the one at Lafayette College in Easton, PA, coming up uh, June the 7th, 2015. Register online. You can also donate to the cause. Uh, $1.7 million raised uh, every penny except for uh, what John said, you know, some of those expenses that are necessary, the insurance, the T-shirts, that uh, all goes to the cause. We, we shouldn't uh, neglect Ohio. That was the, the second one. Tell, uh, tell the listeners a little bit about Ohio and, and how, how that maybe differs a little bit from Pennsylvania. Well, you know, Ohio differs in that, uh, you know, it's smaller. I mean, it's our second one. We do it at Otterbein University, which has plenty of space. We're open to, to repeat the success that we've had, uh, you know, in Pennsylvania. I think we can. Ohio's a great, great football state. Again, John Luce uh, talking with us tonight. Uh, LawrenceFirstAndGoal.org. They need your help. They're doing great things. The, John's been able to pull together with his wife all of these uh, great football coaches from around the country all to help uh, their daughter, Lauren. But more importantly, you know, to solve this darn problem of, you know, pediatric brain cancer and the tumors and what Lauren's gone through. Um, we, we do this every year. And, uh, John, you, you always ask, can I do it? And, and I want to I want to push this out here because we're, we're trying to find you some uh, sponsors ourselves. But John needs some sponsors here. They they are doing a great job, but sponsors could take this to the next level. So give that little pitch there, John, of uh, how people can get involved with you and become a sponsor of Lawrence First and Goal Camps. Yeah, thanks, Jeff. Well, you know what? We've done this. We've, we've had some uh, some people that have been very generous and given us money, and we, we think we have some great things going right now. But we're really looking for that big-time, big-time sponsor. You know, they can put their name on this and really – I'd like to set up an endowment. You know, I've talked to a lot of the guys that went to the camp when they were younger, and then they're trying to get back and do these things. But if the camp is going to go on – you know, past my time or past when my wife and I get too old to, to, to just run it and do all those things. We have to start to build up an endowment where we can pay for our expenses. So, you know, it, 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 every nickel truly will always go to the foundation. But if we can, if it can get to where the Jimmy V Foundation or one of these foundations are where we, we can set up an endowment and, and, and be able to pay for all expenses where then every dollar truly goes to Brain to Research and Cancer Services. I think we can make a much, much bigger splash, and and that that really is what we're trying to do. So, uh, you know, if, if anybody is listening out there and they can do personal donations, which Jeff you talked about, or you know they want to, uh, you know, really put their corporation or their name on it, we can really use that help. You know, we are a 501c3 as far as a, a tax write-off. And I think a lot of companies out there could really, really get something out of it. When you, when you have 2,000 campers and 300 some college coaches and hundreds of high school coaches and then all the parents, I'm sure there's 5,000 people at Lafayette College. So, you know, if we could get that sponsor on board, that would really help us a lot. So, if anybody's listening, please do contact us through our website. <laughs> no, and and I, you know, echo that, and we'll uh, push that out uh, between now and uh, the camp coming up, and, and get people involved. Uh, uh, last uh, last little shout out you probably need to give, and uh, I, I wondered when you when you left Lafayette and moved to Army, I was wondering if Lawrence first and goal was was moving to West Point there up on the Hudson. But uh, you're you're at Lafayette. Tell us a little bit about the uh, the relationship with Lafayette and how important uh, they've been to the uh, the whole growth of Lawrence first and goal. Oh, you know, I presented the idea to Lafayette College, you know, a bunch of years ago, and I, I don't, 
again, it looks like everything else. I know that uh, Bruce McCutcheon, the athletic director there, has asked me before, like, does he ever think it would turn into this? And I said, yeah, I kind of did, I guess, but I don't think I shared that with anybody, uh, you know, because it, it, it has been a huge, huge event. And, uh, you know, they've been good as far as, you know, they give us the space and they give us the place to work it. And, uh, you know, we're excited to have it because it really is a, it's a perfect venue, you know, to have the camp. It really is just from a location standpoint. And, uh, you know, it's just, it's right on the edge of Pennsylvania, New Jersey. So we hope to keep it there. Even though I've gone off to West Point Army football, I hope to keep it there for, you know, as long as we're welcome. Really do. I think it's just such a great venue to have it. And, you know, over the years, I've had so many people that come up to you to say, you know, they heard about Lafayette College, true Lawrence person goal. So <laughs> when you get that many people on campus, I think it, I just think it benefits everybody. And we're really excited that the president, you know, has been behind it at this point. And, you know, I hope to keep that going. And, and since I have you on the line here, we ought to talk just a little bit, a little bit of football. Uh, give the people, even though this is a high school football show, let's talk a little bit about Army and uh, you know the uh, the growth of the program uh, since you've arrived there. How, how are things with the cadets? Uh, I think it's going really well. You know that I I I guess I always wanted to go back there. I really believe in the place and what it stands for. I mean, it you know without West Point, we're gonna have a hard time protecting our country. So it's. You know, such a special place, and you know, I mean, people always ask, "Is it hard to recruit?" And I, I don't think so. I, I mean, I think we have more millionaires by day school in this country. I think that it, it really is a special place, and I've talked to so many guys. And, and our, I wanted to go back, but it had to be the right person at the right time. And, and it's both. You know, our facilities are just unreal. And they've been voted by number one in the country by Prince Review. The head coach is just an absolute rock star as far as getting it and demanding what we need. And I just learned so much being around him every day. I mean, just every day. It's just, you know, he just understands recruiting and he understands football. And he understands what kind of effort it goes into recruiting. And we've moved our prep school on campus. We've fixed the summers. So it's going to take time. The majority of our players go to prep school at West Point, and, which is a great deal, but you know, we're the flagship of Army football is a flagship of the Army, and which protects our freedom. So I think it, it's important that we are successful, and I'm, I'm con- that's why I went back. I, I'm convinced that we will be successful, and I know we will be successful. So I'm excited about the coming years, you know, as we go, and as we keep getting our athletes in there, I think we'll be in great shape. So play Penn State this year, so we're excited about that, Pennsylvania, I know that. Uh, always good to talk uh, back east. Uh, you can, as I say to everybody, John, you know you can take the boy out of Pennsylvania, but not Pennsylvania out of the boy. I grew up in Easton and uh, just love everything about Lafayette and love those old old time rivalries. I remember as a kid going and seeing you know Army playing Penn State in that. So great to great to hear your voice uh, again this year. We're excited for you. However, we can help you know we're here for that. And uh, uh, one one last plug here as to uh, why someone should uh, come to the Lauren. Lawrence first and goal camp, whether it's in Easton, Pennsylvania, or in Ohio. One one last plug for you. Well, I think the big thing is you're going to have contact with some of the best college coaches in the country. I think the other thing is, you know, you're going to get coached by the best college coaches in the country, and it, it, it's a small donation. If you get more, please do, because it is going to a great cause. But you know, you're you're doing something for all the right reasons. You know, you're not. You're not helping somebody get rich through a combine or a camp where it's not 
really help a kid. So it's one of those deals where just everybody's going to win. And I, I know you'll agree with me if you come out, you see the camp as a camper or a high school coach to come out and, and watch the day. Cause that's, that's really why it's turned into what it has. You know, a coach brings three kids and next year he brings 60. So that truly does happen here because they see what it is. So, uh, you know, hope to see the kids out there and hope to see the coaches out there and parents can come on and enjoy the day as well. All right, John. Well, thank you so much for joining us on the show. Appreciate it. And like I said, we'll uh, do as much as we can to get the, get the word out there. Again, that's John Luce. Thanks for joining us tonight. Thank you very much. Lawrencefirstandgold.org. You can donate. You can register. It's all there for you online. You can buy the uh, couple of books that John talked about, all of those things right there at Lawrence First and Gold. A couple of weeks ago, we uh, introduced our audience to uh, a new partner with us here at High School Football America, Echo1612.com. Folks, you will not believe this. High school football teams on the sidelines now on an iPad can have instant replay. We had the founder and president on the uh, show a couple of weeks ago, uh, Chad Cargill, talking about this incredible product. Uh, doesn't need a, uh, you know, a cellular connection. It doesn't need Wi-Fi. There's no data plans needed. Eight seconds after the, uh, the play is over, you can check it out. Yeah, those, those grease boards or chalk boards, depending how old you are, they're a thing of the past. And we thought, uh, what better way to uh, take the uh, conversation about Echo to the next level than bringing in uh, the head coach at Christian Heritage Academy, which is where the, uh, the program was developed by uh, Chad. He did it, as you heard. If you didn't hear last week's uh, interview yeah he was trying to give uh, you know his team a little bit of an edge and all of a sudden it blew up so well <laughs> people said i want that i want that and next thing you know echo 1612 is a product that you can uh, explore at uh, echo 1612.com but uh, head coach tony merrill a young guy who's uh, kind of cutting edge on the technology is not only the head coach at christian heritage academy but also the national sales guy for uh, echo and he's on the line right now to talk about and educate you on how you can use this not only during games but also in practice welcome to the show coach hey thanks for having me on i am excited to be able to talk about this well and, and you know I, I think the biggest point of all of this aside from all the great things instant replay and you know what you don't need the data plans the the wi-fi and all that let's start with the real heart of this which is this was developed by coaches for coaches and i think that's key so tell me what you think about and, and chad thinks about when you're developing this product to make it the best it can be for coaches well, that's what we always talk about after really every week, especially that first season. We, we kept, we'd come up with it and then we'd like an aspect of it or I'd come back and go, man, this just has to change. It was too much of a waste of time or we could add this. And it was all, it was all basically to help us be better coaches on Friday nights or in practice. And it was a way to make it easier. It was a way to, to get the communication better to, to the players. And so we, we all know that players are, they learn visually now with all that's what everything they do now is visual. And so it's easy. It's hard to tell a player something and him not see it. But as soon as they see it, the light just clicks on. So, so the communication with the players is one of the things that I'm most excited about because it's changed how I communicate with them instead of kind of yelling and screaming and getting on them. Now it's just, hey, let's look at this. Let's make the adjustment. And they're like, hey, you're right, coach. Let's go. And so it's really, it's really helped that relationship. 
photos, pictures, videos, they don't lie, as they say. On the line tonight is Tony Merrill, head coach at uh, Christian Heritage Academy. He's a national sales guy for Echo, Echo1612.com. Before we delve into some specifics here, uh, you know, when we had Chad on, when, whenever anyone's an entrepreneur and they have an, an idea that comes to fruition, you know, they're always going to be, you know, happy, but, you know, they're not going to brag about it too much. Tell me a little bit about uh, when, when Chad came to you and said, hey, hey coach, Coach, I, I think we can do this. Put sideline <laughs> sideline videos, instant replay on an iPad. D- did you first look at him thinking he was crazy, or, or what was that conversation like? I'd love to hear it. Well, I still remember. I just kind of laughed, and it was one of those. I, I didn't know him real well. He, it was his first year on staff with us, and, and so I was just kind of thinking, yeah, right. So he said, hey, would you like that? And I said, well, yeah, that'd be unbelievable. And I, I just didn't think there'd be any way to do it, really, if I'm being honest. Then we come out for our first scrimmage. He said, hey. We're ready to roll this thing out, and we roll it out, and it was one of those that I'm sitting there watching it and really feeling like I'm cheating. Uh, <laughs> and we checked it, and we, we brought the rule with us everywhere we went just in case. But uh, it just it was one of those that really made you feel like, man, I don't know if I should be able to do this because it's really giving me such an advantage. And that's where the 1612 comes from. Chad told the story. It's rule uh, 1.6.1.2 is <laughs> the easy yeah, way. So echo1612.com. Uh, Tony Merrill on the line, the head coach at Christian uh, Heritage Academy, Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Now, your uh, your dad, uh, John, John Merrill, 30-plus uh, years as the head coach there. You know, he's he's the chalk guy. Uh, i I got to imagine, you know, you the technology guy. You know how to tweet. You know how to Facebook and all that. But when dad, who knows the old-school ways in the chalkboard, what what did he think about Echo? Well, it's really funny. He uh, He's actually been at CHA for over 30 years. He's been in coaching for over 40. He, uh, he just told us that, you know what, if it's something that, that you guys can use, you think it will help us win football games, think it'll help us coach our guys up better he was all for it but he didn't want to mess with it so then slowly as the year went out all our coaches had one we all wanted our own ipad we all wanted to be able to look at it slowly as that year wore on he would start using it more and more and more and then finally he he actually retired last year so this was my first year to be the head coach he ended up going up in the booth for us and he would take an ipad up there we just simply showed him before one game we said hey this is everything you need to do he used it the whole game and loved it. And so he was up there making adjustments, and he was up there helping us out, and he was able to see that just right after the play. We got a guy with 40 years of football experience watching the whole play again after every single snap of the game, and then he's telling us some adjustments we should make. Yeah, the future is now with Echo. It's Echo 16. 16- 12.com to learn more instant replay on the sidelines cost affordable high school football coaches uh, a lot of people right now have that your opponents have it so it's a disadvantage they have a competitive advantage on you and we're going to talk some specifics here with uh, Tony Merrill head coach at Christian Heritage Academy where it was developed there in Oklahoma City Oklahoma he is also the national sales manager for Echo and uh, before we get into the real specific the, the thing you just said there was dad was up in the booth but i know that what's happening with echo as it evolves is coaches are no longer up in the booth because of the technology and the way to use it so tell us about as a head coach how you felt about bringing the coaches down to the sideline well i love the idea of bringing the coaches down to the sideline and we actually we didn't have one up in the booth for close to 16 games and so then uh, as the year went on I, I went up to my dad and talked to him and said hey i'd like to, you to be a part of the program and he said, well, yeah, but just let me be up in the booth. So that's the only reason he was up there. But it was awesome for us that he was up there. It, it, it's just one of those 
some coaches really love being in the booth, but a lot of them love that interaction with the players, mm-hmm. and they get a feel for the game. And I mean, that's that's a lot of what coaching football is: is your interaction with the players. And and this is just a tool that we allow our, our coaches and other coaches to just interact with their players down on the sidelines. They can see those things that that they would see up in the booth, and but now they're seeing it on the sideline, and they can rewatch it as many times as they need to down there on the field. One of their slogans, uh, making uh, tomorrow's changes today. And before, you know, the, the in-game stuff seems obvious, but what I want to hear about from a head coaching perspective is the way you use this in practice. So uh, we have a large, large number of coaches out there that listen to this. So tell us how you're able to use Echo on the practice field to, to be more time efficient and, and, and more specific with what you're trying to do as you teach. Yeah, you know, that's one of the things that we're, we're a small school. I coach football, basketball, our golf season just ended yesterday. Uh, so, so time's a big deal for us in numbers. And so we, we've been talking through it a lot, and we'll use it. We'll film some seven-on-seven stuff, some inside run, a little bit of team. And then instead of asking our coaches who are busy and, and to go to home that night and then break down the film and then hope your players watch it on huddle that night, we'll just sit there and we'll, we'll film it, and then we'll have a quick session while they're usually getting water or something. And we'll just watch it with the guys we need to watch it with. We'll break it down right there. And then we're moving on. And now we've saved ourselves quite a bit of time that night instead of having to do it in-game right there. We love using it for seven-on-seven. Seven. Uh, we get to do seven-on-seven seven in Oklahoma in the summers. So we'll have, we'll have two or three offensive groups going uh, as, we're, as we're going against other teams in seven-on-seven seven in the summer. And as, as, as soon as a group comes off, the quarterback grabs an iPad, the receivers come with them, and they watch the previous the previous routes they just ran. And they're talking about the coverage and where the ball should have been and where the receiver should have been. And so the players have started just using it on their own in the summers. That's one of the coolest things. They just come over and expect it. And so because they want to see exactly what happened in their routes, they want to see their, their technique or what they should have done. That's very, very cool. Tony Merrill, head coach at Christian Heritage Academy in Oklahoma, uh, part of the Echo team. Uh, he's the national salesperson. It's echo1612.com, um, and, and it would figure that the kids are, are on top of this, but again, uh, because of the, the heavy listenership of coaches here, and we want them to experience this competitive advantage they can take, you know, uh, take advantage of. Uh, is, is there any one specific thing that's happened in practice where you can say, you know, we were doing this wrong and it happened, or don't you haven't you had one of those aha moments yet that you can kind of a uh, little anecdote that you can tell the coaches out there? No, it's always one of those with with when using it in practice. And I'm a we're a spread guy and we're tempo, and so we do some run pass. We we do the RPO stuff, run pass option stuff, the package plays, and. So it's always one of those that I, I'll do it, use it with my quarterbacks all the time. Because, you know, there, there's I tell them, as soon as that ball snaps, you're making the read, and you're the one making the play. So I'm not going to second-guess you. I'm not going to come over here and get all over you when you don't do something. And so it's always one of those that we can go and we can start watching that invert. Hey, where were his steps? What should you have done with it? And so it's just it's, a lot of times it's reaffirming that they made the right decision. Mm-hmm. And then what's really helped us, though, is, man, if they are making a poor decision – Instead of telling them about it, which I've done for years, now now I'm I'm showing them, and so it happens in practice and it happens in games, and then I, I actually use it in basketball practice this year because uh, I just filmed that one of our we're running or one of running offense or defense, and I'd start filming and then I bring guys over and I'd start showing them, hey, this is look at the screen you're setting here because I can talk to them about setting screens and we can drill it, but man, if they get to see it, they really go, you know what, coach, man, that was a pretty lazy screen. I really didn't get my feet set or I really didn't. 
use that screen well. And so it's really been good for multiple supports for us. Uh, just have a little fun with that. Uh, how long did it take? Uh, and, and we know kids are kids. Heck, we were kids once ourselves. No, I didn't do that. No, coach. No, I, I ran the proper. No, I did the right thing. How, how long did it take before they realized that they were no longer able to say that or have that excuse? Hey, you know what? They've learned in a hurry. Now they just now they just come over and admit it. Where we used to talk, <laughs> you know, you used to talk, and we'd be talking to that guard. He's like, Coach, I climbed to that backside linebacker. Like, I doubled my climb to him. And, and we're sitting there going, man, well, how do you make the tackle? And so then we're going to have to watch it on film the next day. Now he comes over. He's like, Coach, I missed that backer. He's like, man, can I look at that and see how I could pick him up? So now they're realizing it. And so instead of that kind of blaming game that's probably played at a, a lot of Friday nights, now it's just let's just get it figured out and let's fix it. Talking to Tony Merrill tonight, head coach at Christian Heritage Academy in Oklahoma, national sales director for Echo, echo1612.com. Let's go to game, and we'll talk about halftime in a second, but let's talk about ease of use on the sidelines because I'm, I'm sure there's some out there going, well, now i got to carry around an iPad. Talk about the ease of using uh, the, the system on the sideline during game time. Well, okay, when they first designed it, they actually, they actually had one iPad, and they put one of those life-proof cases on it, and then they put a uh, some sort of, it's not a string, but a strap, so I could just put it over my shoulder, and I would just kind of put it over my shoulder, and whenever I wasn't using it, I'd just kind of slide it around to the back, and I wouldn't it was there. Well, then what we started doing, though, is we, we've been fortunate. We have a lot of people that want to be involved in our program. I just hand it to a manager when I'm not using it. So I have a manager that's with me most of the game that, uh, they're they're writing stuff down for me. They're doing something. So I hand it to them. But then ease of use in game. I mean that that's that was our whole purpose. So we spent a year trying to figure out how we could get the information that coaches needed in an easy to use way, and we could get it quickly. So it's not so dumbed down that you don't get stuff. But there's some coaches who just want to use. They'll just want to look at three or four plays a game. That's what they always tell me. I just kind of laugh because I know once you get it in your hand. <laughs> You're going to use it because it's it's too valuable of a tool. But we want it to be simple. We didn't want to have to sit there and run around and and look for things. So that was a lot of our adjustments the first year. I mean, we didn't have tag of plays early on in the year. We just kind of had all the clips there. And then we realized I'd be watching the clips while one of the guys I wanted to talk to was on the field. He'd come over. I'd have three or four clips I wanted to show him, and I couldn't think of the clips. Mm -hmm. So he'd be there, and I'd be trying to scroll through real quickly. And, well, okay, now we have where we can just quickly star a clip. I can quickly tag that player, and then he comes over, and he can find himself on the iPad, and then he watches it, and then we watch it together, and we're ready to roll. Talking echo tonight, instant replay on your sidelines in high school. Folks, we're not talking about a system for the NFL right here. This is for your high school, and we'll talk about pricing in just a second. We're talking to uh, Tony Merrill, who is the uh, national sales director for Echo, but more importantly, he's the head coach at Christian Heritage Academy. This is built for coaches by coaches, so take us into the locker room. How do you use Echo at the half without having to worry about those darn old uh, – <laughs> grease boards anymore i guess well you know we did we have about five of those sitting around that we don't use anymore we'd carry them to every game and now they're just kind of sitting there we we, did, we had a flat screen in our locker room that we would use about twice a year you know we we'd have it up if, if we had we we're making a dvd or a copy of the game or something but it didn't get used well now what we do is we have this little adapter we plug into the ipad we plug that ipad into the tv and now we have it on the tv so now we sit down with our offense or a position group around TVs, and now we actually have three of them. Coaches just went out and bought some of the smaller flat screens for a couple hundred bucks, and they put them up because they wanted to use it for their position groups. So as soon as we come into the locker room, 
coaches go into our office, players, we have a couple iPads floating around with the players because there's always guys wanting to look at things, uh, especially uh, some of the quarterbacks or, or just some of those guys. And so they're using it, coaches go into office, and we're looking at the iPad, we're watching the game as we go because we're talking about adjustments. So then as soon as we break up, I mean, it's really amazing, we break up and each position group goes, and for the most part, they'll all be using the iPad because the coach wants to show his guys, hey, here's what we've been doing, here's an adjustment we want to make. Uh, so that's really one of the things we do. We want to show about five plays that, man, hey, this was exactly right. We want to praise the guys. So instead of talking about it, now we show them at halftime. And we want to show, hey, here's five adjustments we're going to make, or here's five things we could do a little better. And, and so we sit there, do that, and we get in and out. And it's just, I mean, a lot of times we'll watch the almost the whole first half while we're sitting there at halftime. That's amazing. Absolutely amazing. If you're listening and you don't think that's a competitive advantage, uh, I don't want to tell you to get out of the business, but I, I want you to at least kind of ch- check what you're thinking about nowadays. We're talking Echo here uh, on High School Football America tonight. Tony Merrill, head coach at uh, Christian Heritage Academy, uh, national sales director. I'm going to take a little tangent, and we'll come back to Echo uh, to wrap things up. But uh, you are the head coach, uh, Christian Heritage Academy, a small school, Oklahoma City. As I mentioned at the beginning, we talked a little, uh, Dad John, uh, 31 years as the head coach there, stepping down but still helping you out. Tell us a little bit about uh, the program Dad built. Give a little snapshot and uh, what he's meant in your life as far as uh, how you conduct yourself as a coach. Well, yeah, he, uh, man, he's the reason I'm a coach. I, I grew up from about the time I was four or five. I'd go to all the football practices. So I graduated from CHA. We were an eight man power, uh, and we were in the, we were actually in the Christian school conference. And so when I was playing and, and so I think they, we won 13 straight state championships in that Christian school conference. And he has one of, the, I think we're fourth right now in the state winning percentage all time, uh, at our school. And so he had just built a great program. And then we, we started transitioning to that 11 man game and it, I still remember one year where we played 10 games and there were five eight-man games and five 11-man games and the schedule pretty much alternated every week so it was eight-man then 11-man eight-man 11-man eight-man 11 that was right after I got out so I was still I helped him coach that first year and it was just it was crazy uh special teams were a nightmare that year trying to figure out who was supposed to be out there and the guys would forget what, which ones they were on <laughs> but we did that and then uh, we actually got into the Secondary Schools Association, OSSAA. So right. we're in there with all the schools now for about the past six, seven years. Uh, and, you know, it's just one of those programs that man should be proud of. Uh, the, the school, that we care about winning. We've got some great traditions. But, man, we really want to raise, raise young Christian leaders. That's kind of the vision statement of the school. We want to raise American Christian leaders, and we want them to impact every sphere of society. And so what, what, great, what a great way to learn through uh, sports to do that and you deal with with triumphs and with some defeats some tough losses and and injuries and so uh it's just it's a school i'm proud to be a part of i love to say i'm at cha uh the men and women that i work with and those students and families just i'm grateful that i'm there let's uh go back into uh echo to wrap things up a little bit i'm going to ask you to take off your your head coaching hat and put on your national sales director hat there and let's let's give the uh the, the elevator pitch here to the coaches out there listening why should they have echo on their side well I, i've said one of them but another one for me is it's it's eliminated my sick feeling Saturday mornings as a coordinator or just a coach where I'm watching film and I just realized that, Oh my goodness, either we weren't lined up correctly and it was a simple adjustment and they just killed us or the other team was unsound and we never took advantage of it. Those are the simple ones. I'm sure most coaches have had it where you're watching 
film and you just kind of get the sick feelings. You see it once, you're like, no way they did it. And then you see it again and again and again, and you just never take advantage of it. It, it really, I mean, now we have won every game since we've been doing this. We still got to go out and compete and the other team plays. And But, man, it, we, we feel as a coaching staff, we've put our players in as good a position to win games these past two years as we've ever done. Uh, and a lot of that is, is just because we're, we're able to watch it make those adjustments. So, so that's it. And the other big thing is it's changed how I, how I interact with players on the sideline. Uh, I've become a much more positive coach. So instead of, instead of negative and always having to focus on the negative and tell them about what they're doing wrong, uh, now it's just, man, we're going to look at this and let's correct it and let's move on. So it's really helped my relationship with my players. And we mentioned this before, but you know, I, I'm sure there's a lot of people out there thinking, okay, it's it's uh, so we're using our, our our booth camera, maybe our end zone. We can use both. Uh, I, I'm sure I need some sort of Wi-Fi, cellular data plan, whatever. I know that's a big strength of uh, of Echo. Tell tell the listeners a little bit about uh, how technologically advanced this really is. Yeah, well, I, I, to me, a lot of it's magic. I don't understand it. I just knew when we started that we wanted no part of having to deal with. Uh, having Wi-Fi at the stadium that you have to have somewhere where you can get on the Internet, having to use your, your iPad's cellular data or having to get a hotspot. I mean, all, all those costs add up very quickly. And so we didn't want that. So what we, we developed is we just came up. We create our own wireless network. Once again, I have no clue how that happens. <laughs> I, I just know that we can get on that wireless network, and it's secure and it's password protected. And then uh, we're right next to an Air Force base, and, Oklahoma City, and we, we can't hardly get headsets to work uh, just because of all the interference coming out of Air Force Base, and we never have any issues with Echo. And then we've gone out in basically the middle of the desert where there's no cell signal, and Echo works great. So it's just one of those, we wanted it to work anywhere for coaches, uh, and so I'll, I'll take that iPad and I'll have it in classes all week. I don't have to be online. It's, I don't have to worry about buffering, and so I'll, and I'll be able to watch that previous game really whenever I want to. I don't have to connect it to the to the network to do it. It downloads the iPad, and so it's just it's all built for the ease of use for the coaches. Uh, we want to make it easy for them, and we're still we're still working on ways that we can make it easier. We're excited about some of the developments coming up that we're going to roll out this summer and hopefully late spring. So man, we're just, we just want to make it better. It, it's been fun. So we're not we're not a tech company that's just sitting here trying to figure out how to do it. We're football coaches, and we've been fortunate enough to have some outstanding tech guys. Uh, surrounding us. Well, I think you did a great job. Um, you know, again, I, I, like you said, you, you just sit there and smile at what Chad developed, but well, you don't need to know every bit of it. You just need to know that it's <laughs> it's beneficial and helpful. And, and Coach, we really appreciate you coming on. We appreciate the partnership that we have with you and look forward for to many, many years of promoting this product because we do believe that this is a product that's good for, for everyone and benefits everyone and makes everybody a better coach, a better player, and that's a positive thing. So uh, thanks for joining us on the show and look forward to keeping up with you down the road. Yes, sir. Thank you. Very welcome. Tony Merrill, head coach, Christian Heritage Academy, National Sales Director, Echo, echo1612.com. This will change the way you coach. I mean, you just have to put your common sense in here. You get video to watch right after the play is done, and uh, there's all the other benefits to it. We're going to be writing a story here uh, coming up that we'll post tomorrow that will give you some more detail with some great pictures. We've been tweeting them out of uh, the coaches on the sidelines, coaching their kids, uh, telling them what was right and what was wrong 
in video form, not just, hey, I think I saw this. It actually is something they can grasp, and, and like you heard Tony say, uh, kids these days are visual, they get it. All right, that's going to do it. Wrapping things up here, I want to thank uh, Tony Merrill of Echo, echo1612.com, not only a, uh, a partner of ours here, but uh, good friends with us here at High School Football America. Learn more about how you can bring instant replay to your high school sidelines at echo1612.com. Also, uh, check out Crossover, Crossover with a K, crossover.com forward slash football. They are uh, innovative. They are saving you time as a coach. Game planning, well, you know, as far as breaking down the film, they will save you hours upon hours upon hours by uh, checking them out down in distance. Tendency reports, all good stuff. And the TDI Razor folks, Southern Sport. Keep those pesky rubber pellets from Field Turf out of your shoes by using the TDI Razor. Get a discount on your order by using the code HSFA. And I want to thank our guest on the show tonight. Aside from Coach Tony Merrill at uh, Christian Heritage, we want to thank John Luce from Army and assistant coach there. Lawrence first and goal coming up in Pennsylvania on June 7th at Lafayette College. And then the Ohio event coming up uh, the following week, June the 14th. Also want to thank uh, Jim Reeser from the uh, Citizen's Voice giving us uh, the skinny on what's going on in Berwick, Pennsylvania. Three-time national champs suspending their program for two weeks while they investigate uh, some problems within the uh, the football program there. Possible uh, illegal transfers is what they're looking at. So uh, keep up to date with all that news at HighSchoolFootballAmerica.com. Follow us on Twitter at HSFB America, Facebook, Facebook.com forward slash High School Football America. Coaches job board growing, growing, growing. Over 350 active jobs always up on the board. And we have our new board for all other sports, CoachesJobBoard.com. Thanking Tony Z, Tony Z, <laughs> Scott Z, his partners, Tony K. Put the two of them together there. Scott Z in Ohio for keeping the show running smoothly for now. This is Jeff Fisher saying good night and good sports from Southern California. You've been listening to High School Football America on the Artist First Radio Network. <laughs>